Just over a year ago, Toni Coulson's life changed dramatically. She was told she had breast cancer. It wasn't through routine screening, as she was under the age of 50, but merely by discovering a lump. The news had a profound impact on her physically and mentally, as well as her family, but throughout her illness she maintained she would never be brought down by it. In the run-up to Christmas this year, Tony and her family put a grand plan together. Her home was going to be transformed. Instead of the usual driveway and lawn, there will be snow and Christmas decorations. There will be elves, snowmen and decorations galore. On December 17th, her home will be transformed into a Santa's Grotto, and everyone is invited. This is all in aid of the charity Breast Cancer Care. Brought to you by Essex Live, this is Humans of Childhood, and this is Tony Coulson's story. Thank you so much for welcoming us into your home, Tony, and telling us your story as the very first guest on this podcast. So... Let's go back, So I suppose, just over a year ago now. Yes. Um, and your, your world is turned upside down by your diagnosis, breast cancer. Yeah. When you first hear those two words, what on earth goes through your mind? Oh, it's... The whole... My whole insides felt like it had just sunk and I felt sick. But I didn't let that show. I was like, right, okay, what are we going to do about it? Let's. What's plan of action? As long as I knew what was going on, then um, I was okay. As long as they told me the operation, then the radiotherapy, the tablets, all the process, then I just sort of coped with it, you know, and got on with it. And like you have to, because if you if you're not positive, I think a positive attitude to it is the best way forward to overcome this horrible disease. Is that then something that is kind of a trademark of your personality in that you always see trying to do something, trying to make a difference rather than dwelling on what might be and why you might be the victim, for example? Yeah, I never ever sort of looked at it that I was a victim. I always thought, well, I've got it, that's it, let's just deal with it and get rid of it. It's not going to beat me. So, because I even, I even had a, we had like a party down the the pub just before I went in to have my operation to sort of see everyone before I went in and then we had one soon after and you know I didn't sit at home dwelling on it you've got to get up and you've got to fight it to get through it and you've obviously got a, a lovely family around you oh, how, how do they cope with that news as well oh uh it's like it's I don't know it sort of goes into shock I don't think anyone really expected it to happen like Obviously, I went for the test, and I think all of us still didn't think... They said there was something suspicious, but you still don't... till you hear them actual words. Obviously, my kids were devastated. My partner, James, he was devastated. My parents, you know. But I don't think they show you their feelings because they don't want you to get upset, and you're the same. You don't show them your feelings like if because you're just all trying to get through it together sort of thing. Um Occasionally, you uh, when you're on your own, it does hit you and you have your ups and downs. But then you wipe it off again and you get back up and you fight again. And mm-hmm. that's it. So then moving on from that, you went and have your operation. 
to remove the cancer. Yeah, last November. And then you had four lymph nodes removed That's as right. well. That's right, yeah. And then, I suppose, followed by radiotherapy and tablets as well? Yeah, um, I didn't have the radio... I didn't have the radiotherapy, started that in the January after the Christmas. I started the tablets in the December, and I'm on them for five years. Mm-hmm. So what kind of toll does that then have on your, your body, which is the way you feel? Yeah, um, after the operation, I was quite rough for a little while. Um, obviously, I couldn't move my arms. I was, it did, that, that affected me a lot. The radiotherapy, I was tired. I was working... I was going to work in the morning and going over to the hospital and having that and then coming home every day for like the four weeks. But the tablets are the ones that have, um, they've given me a lot of problems like my joints, I get cramps, um, the hot flushes, uh, there's, there's just so much I get like dizzy, like I can go dizzy with the hot flushes because they're that intense and they're, I can have like 20 a day. And it's all to do with these tablets. But I can't moan because I'm here. But it's still not nice to have to go through that after going all... And then you've got five... I know, I've got five years of going through this as well. But I'm alive and I'm thank, I'm grateful for that, you know. And now it's just fingers crossed. I went... Well, I went for my first mammogram because you've got to go every year now. Went um, a couple of weeks ago and I got the phone call. And there's no... Um, sign of cancer at the moment so fingers crossed That's it's good great to hear oh it was like it was like early christmas present for me oh, <laughs> best christmas present ever yeah, yeah. and i suppose going back to last christmas you you were far too ill to really do anything yeah i did it, it was uh i did i did i couldn't enjoy it like i wanted to you know it's um obviously i was so tired all the time drained and because obviously I only had the operation in November, so I couldn't lift anything properly. I couldn't, I couldn't do much. I was getting so tired all the time. And then obviously the radiotherapy in the new year, that that hit me as well. You know, it, that was tiring. And obviously you lose all your immune system as well. So you catch anything that's going and you do just feel so run down. But then yeah. it's, it's still the mental battle. Just keep on going. Keep, keep on, on going. going. Yeah, yeah. You just get through it. Now we'll come on to your special event in in just a moment. Yeah. But but first, let's talk about the charity Breast Cancer Care, because yeah. I obviously know they mean a lot to you. Oh. Just how much have they helped you through this? They were fantastic from the day I walked into that hospital. Like uh, the breast care nurses, you get a, a booklet breast care uh, breast cancer care it's got every number in there you've got your list of all your nurses and you can call them 24 7 if you need anything um they're just they're just there and they're just so loving and they said even if you've got the silliest little thing you phone us and we'll put your mind at ease i couldn't have asked for better treatment than i got through this they they were such a big help to it. And then, the because after I had the operation, about four, just round about Christmas, found another lump. Um, obviously, I was like, no, I was devastated. I thought, no, please don't, you know. Rung my breast nurse and within, this was one afternoon, that next morning, she had me back into that hospital and she had 
another scan done and a biopsy and within like a week I had the results back so and it was clear it was just all scar tissue and stuff like that but they were just fantastic absolutely fantastic and the information in the like the pack they give you breast cancer care is everything in there it tells you all about the tablet you know exactly what you're going to go through before you do it by reading this pamphlet you know this well the booklet it's in a folder a proper folder and it's got everything in there and it helped me to know what I was going into all the time and if I had any questions they answered them straight away really helped put your your mind at ease yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah they did yeah yeah they were fantastic and this is like like obviously last year because Christmas is my best time of the year um, last year, obviously, I couldn't do nothing. But like when we moved in here, and I said, like, I want to decorate this place, and then I said, like, I want to give it to a breast cancer care. I want to do it for charity and get the community together and make it aware and raise as much money as we can to go to this cause to keep it going. Really, you know, they need all the help they can and. Um, you know, if we can all do little bits like this, it will keep them going and help them. And now, now we, we come on to that event specifically, and I'm, I'm sitting here in your living room, and there's an abundance of <laughs> Christmas decorations <laughs> all over the place. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's prizes, there's presents, um, there's dancing Santas. I mean, there's quite literally everything. Yeah. When it comes to Christmas, why do you think it's so important to do something at this time of year? Because... Cancer. When you talk about cancer and all that, it's so doom and gloom. It's it's not it's not nice thing to talk about. But if you can get make something out of something really special and magical to get people to come and make them aware, and it's just a nice way of raising money for that charity. Now the event Sunday, the seventeenth of December, it is, is when it's happening. Yep. Yeah. What is happening? Oh, right. Um, we've hired a log cab, like a proper Santa log cabin. We've got a Santa Claus. We've got a brilliant costume. He, he look, he's just, he's fantastic. We've got, we've got a snow machine. We've got literally every inflatable you can think of with all lights in. We've got reindeers. We've got candy sticks. We've got singers. We've got. Um, hot dogs we've got soup we've got rolls we've got chestnuts got coffee we've got mulled wine mince pies cupcakes i think i've got about 300 cupcakes being made by people all friends friends and family have been brilliant all chipping in to help to do things everyone's dressing up i've got elves i've got uh, uh, mother christmas mrs claus um, I'm being Tinkerbell and hopefully my partner's being a snowman if I can persuade him. Um, You've got Santa living next door as well, apparently. I have, yes. Uh, he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He's got, um, he's, he's even got like the little gold glasses and the bell and a sack and he's quite a tall, quite a big fella and he's like, we call him the gentle giant and he's so lovely. He just can't wait, he's so excited about it. This is the moment he's been waiting for for his Yeah, life. yeah, <laughs> he's, he just can't wait to do it, he really can't, so it'll be so, really good. Yeah. So when does, <coughs> how, how do you even get the idea of doing just a, 
a Santa's grotto in your home? Because most people wouldn't that wouldn't even cross their minds. I just sat here and like it first started of just doing all the decorations and getting a Santa, and I thought I don't just want a Santa sitting on a chair. So they call me Mrs. Google. So I'm on Google and I'm literally searching everything all the time. Um, and I found this one on there and like, that was it. I thought, yes, that's the one. It's got to come. And we've got enough room for it out there. So I thought, why not? Let's do it. Let's make this as good as we can. And so the people come, you know, to enjoy this like festive time altogether. The amount of effort you've put into making this happen, it it doesn't all come off without, you know, um, friends and support from an abundance of places. And you mentioned Costco, you mentioned Tesco. Yeah. Just how good has the support been? Oh, it's, it's, it's so good. You know, uh, Costco, I got in touch with them. They've sent like a check made out to breast cancer care. Tesco's have been brilliant. They've made up like, I think I've got like seven prizes from them. Um, there's, we've got Kat, um, singer. She's donating all her time, like the whole thing. We've got um, Violet's, uh, what's it called? Violet's um, in the Derugemont Manor at the back. She's got a beauty salon. She's donated. Um, my hairdresser, she's donating and all. She's doing a cut and blow dry. It's just, there's just so many people that as soon as you sort of show them, they're willing to help, you know, the local, like Brentwood Garden Centre, They've donated, um, and they're going to fetch us a real Christmas tree van so we can decorate that. In Brentwood High Street itself, there's a Christmas tree stall. I spoke to him the other day, and I've got to go back Sunday, and he's given us a Christmas tree and all. So everyone is just, as soon as you mention breast care cancer, you're doing it for that. Everyone wants to help because it's it's like an epidemic, all types of cancer. There is so much out there, and it ain't just women with breast cancer it's men as well you know i was like the marriott hotel she donated um the the lady there linda she donated the um prize for me and her dad died of breast cancer now you don't hear of a lot in men as well but it just affects everybody and it is it's getting to like one one in every two which is it's oh it just it sh- makes me like gives me shivers, you know. Going through it yourself, it's it's not nice, and it's not nice for your family neither. It's hard on them, um, but everyone's just got to all pull together and raise as much money to try and help all these charities that are doing a marvelous job for everybody out there who has got cancer and their families as well. Absolutely, and we've you've got your Just Giving page as well, I which have, we'll put yeah. that link in the description for this podcast as well, so yeah, people oh, can brilliant. go and find the link to it there. And um, looking forward, are you hoping to make this event a yearly, more regular thing? Yes, <laughs> I've even um, make it bigger. I don't know if you noticed, we've got a green out the front there, mm-hmm. and. Next year, I'm going to speak to the council to see if I can extend it out there. I want rain, a reindeer. I want carousels. I want, and I want to get 
even a bigger community to come down and do make it an annual event. Maybe even get the road shut off, get stalls. I, I I want to make it as big as possible. And hopefully, if it does get that big, I will... I, obviously, this is for breast cancer, and I always do it for breast cancer every year. But if it gets bigger and bigger, I can do a proportion to each cancer and and give it across the board. So I'm helping all of them. Absolutely. And you, you spoke about how breast cancer is kind of an epidemic now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so widespread at mm. the moment. And I know there's a few things that you're looking to change in terms of screening and things like that yes yes well obviously at the moment it's over 50 for the screening so I wasn't called obviously because I was 48 when I found my lump I was lucky um and then so what I want to do is I want to get some uh, petition to go to the government because you have to get so many signatures I want that breast screening brought down as far as possible as far as it can come down because you hear of all ages like young girls with breast cancer so I think it should become like like you have the smear there should be something there fetch it down as low as possible just to screen every five years like they do with cervical cancer absolutely because we we've we've said that timing is so important and so crucial in something like this and and you in the end were I I was lucky I was very lucky I was very lucky uh, you know, I just thank God that I found it and I actually look and that's the other thing I want to get out there to women please, and men. Please check for lumps. Even men with their personal parts below, check. You know, that it's not... I know you feel embarrassed, a lot of people do, to do it, but it's the only way sometimes to find it. Mm-hmm. It's battling that vulnerability, I suppose, because a lot of people can can feel vulnerable and try and shy away yeah, from it. It's yeah. trying to look past that at all. And it, like even the slightest little lump you find, don't be scared to go and get it checked out because the quicker, if it is anything, the quicker they find it, the the better. You know, you leave something and you think, oh, I won't bother to go. No, any slight change, even if it ain't a lump, if there's any slight change in any part of your body, you go and get it checked. Absolutely, and we spoke about the mental side of things before. Has putting on an event like this, it's, has it almost been therapeutic in a way for helping you? It has, yeah, because I did... Uh, it's really weird because, like I say, I was on uh, going through the, the treatment and the, the operation. I sort of went up a level, but then... And my breast care nurse said to me, once it's all like, like once you've had that operation, that's when it's going to hit you. And that's when it did hit me. And I did come down and I did go through a bit of a rough uh, spot with it. So doing this, where I feel like I'm a lot better now, all right, I've got little bits and bobs, but that's nothing. I feel like I'm alive and... I'm giving this back because I'm alive and um, I'm just loving it, absolutely loving it. Absolutely. And I suppose to finish off with, if if you had one message to send out to someone who's found themselves in your predicament and they hear those horrendous words spoken to them in terms of a diagnosis, what do you say to them to help them get through it like you have? Oh, stay as positive as you can. Be positive or your family around you, if you've got a good light, then your family will stay positive if you are positive and you will get through it. 
you will get through it. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, that's a perfect way to end. And, and thank you so much for joining You're us. You're welcome, Alistair. Thank you for coming. Oh, yeah. And it's I, been I, a pleasure. I love the event. Thank you for letting me into your house. <laughs> it's the brightest, most sparkly place you can be right now. <laughs> and um, it's the first time I've had a po- I've done a podcast while having biscuits as well. So <laughs> I'm, I'm also enjoying that. But thank you so much. And, and I wish you all the best. You're for welcome. The event. And I'll see you on the 17th Sunday, of December. Sunday, the 17th of December. Not yep. only will I be there, but I'm sure a lot of other people will to this. <laughs> I will be hope there as so. Well. Please, all come along for this great cause follow Essex Live on Facebook Twitter or on Instagram or go to our website essexlive.news De Samsung S9 Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.